0: did I like that? I don't remember.
1: Maverick. The, the second one is...
0: Way better? Yeah. Way better. Hmm. What are they gonna say about the third one in another 20 years? Yeah. When Tom comes back <laughs> out of retirement. Look at the moon. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, that is yeah. a blood... Ah, it's a blood moon. It's a
2: blood ah. moon. Ah. Ah. John Hakey,
0: where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's over. Can you come did you see the you sun? The sunset? No. And it was just a bright red ball. My kids were standing in the yard like zombies, just staring at it. Dad, (laughs) it's so red. It's like the only time they can stare at the sun is smoky season. Yeah. When we have forest fires.
2: It's weird. It doesn't smell
0: smoky. No. It just No, it
2: must be up above us. I noticed that this morning, after working outside all day yesterday, like, my throat was pretty raw.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we had the windows open. I woke up with a sore throat. Oh, man.
2: From the smoke. We did that Saturday night. Woke up Sunday. The house smelled like there must have been a closer fire or something, because our house smelled like smoke on Sunday morning. Uh, let me give my notes.
0: Well, what do we want to do? Oh, uh, Joe first. you want to talk about Joe and then go back to Christian pacifism and things? Yeah. Okay.
2: Or I don't care.
0: Hey, you're the you're the chairman of the board here. No, no, you uh, are. The podcast board. Who's going to do the, hey, this is what it was about. Well, I think I brought this oh, up. What was this one it about? Up. Oh, this was You did? Okay. Yeah. We had a listener recommend okay. it. Who recommended it? I'm recording. Can we say names? Oh. Sorry. Okay. The same one who recommended uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I know who. Well. Was it recommended because they really liked it? Or they <laughs> thought it was weird, and wanted us to talk about it. Yeah, I'd but I guess we should probably say what we're talking about. This evening, welcome to the Stories for Glory podcast. We're we're talking about, I think, a great family movie, <laughs> and I mean that. Uh, Nineteen ninety, Joe versus the volcano, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. 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 Yep. All three. All three <laughs> Meg Ryans. <clears throat> and the story is about. Joe, who has a very, very lousy job. <laughs> That's how it begins. And he gets diagnosed by a doctor with a terminal illness that has no symptoms, and he's got six months to live. And then he's propositioned by a multi-millionaire business mogul that there's a, a tribe on a little unknown island named Wapone Wu, and they need a willing human sacrifice to jump into the volcano to appease the volcano god so it doesn't erupt on their island and kill them all. And he asks, he gives Joe unlimited funds for the next uh, month or so of his life, and he says, "Will you do it?" And Joe says, "Sure," <laughs> since he's got a terminal illness and he's only going to live six months anyway. And that's where the story begins. And Joe ends up. Well, I guess we'll talk about where Joe ends up. So, is that a, is that fair enough? That's good. What the story's about? Mm-hmm. And it's a romantic comedy full of hijinks and humor, quirky. Can we so call it quirky.
2: Meg Ryan was all three of those female. cat okay. okay. I, I think they're all sisters. <clears throat> the first, the fir- when I th- saw the first one, I was like, "Is that Meg Ryan? Is she already showing up?" And yeah, so Dee Dee. that was her. That was Meg Ryan in real yeah. life. Yeah.
1: Dee Dee, I don't think was a sister.
0: Well, I'll tell you my theory. Oh, okay. When we get to it, okay. Yeah. I think she's the third sister.
1: Hmm.
2: Dee Dee was the secretary or the
0: yeah. admin. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, in yeah, the sterile. She could have been like looking factory walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can
2: see that. Well, She acted like the other three. Other other two.
0: Yeah. Well, That's she's Meg Ryan. Us.
2: Right. Yeah. She
0: it's one actress.
2: Three not, three roles. Not acting like acting acting. But her personality in the the movie,
1: yeah, huh. she seemed a little off. Yeah, yeah, she was. So you got notes. Not yeah. really. Let's hear the glory.
0: You got a couple notes. Oh yeah. I watched well, it twice because I fell asleep. I think I, I think I've got like six or seven pages of notes. So is this just gonna be a monologue? Yeah, just like my office. Man,
2: I'll sit over here and go. Oh, oh. Ooh, <laughs> wow! You saw that. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Why don't you start, Greg? Um,
1: well, I had high <laughs> hopes. I had high hopes for the movie. The it started out really good um, with him going to work. Where was that? The a
0: factory. Yep. They meant medical parts. Uh, medical and they were plans. known for two particular
1: parts: <laughs> anal probes and <laughs>
0: rectal probes, and prosthetic testicles. Oh. But you only read that on signs. It's not verbally spoken of.
1: And on the boss's desk, wasn't it? Yeah, he had this trophy,
0: (laughs) the statue. Wasn't
2: there something about Vaseline too, though? Like there was a guy that was filling up... Petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. What you
0: need for the probes. Right. And they had a ticker going by, (laughs) 712,766 satisfied customers. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's just great uh,
2: it was some good humor
1: and it is a uh, dark he went he worked down in the bowels his office was <laughs> way down somewhere I like the I like oh, the connection there oh, in oh the yeah, bowels, yeah. <laughs> that worked out pretty good and uh, no I thought it started off hmm this will be interesting but hmm, going through the movie it was it was an interesting ride kind of like I compared it to big fish.
0: Mm. I had that thought in my mind too.
1: Kind of a just uh yeah, quirky. It's the word you use, story. Um, fantastical. But the the ending was left me very unsatisfied.
0: So uh-huh. I like the ending. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah. Should we just jump right to it? No. I the don't.
1: ending? No. We'll have no, to work right. through your notes.
0: Uh right. Right. that's gonna be a while. We got a lot of notes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it seemed like the way most of culture if they found out they were going to die in 6 months that's what they would do. Mm. They would try and go live it up. Wasn't there like a Tim McGraw song about living like you're dying or something?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I
2: don't listen to that. No.
1: Live like when you were dying. Yeah, yeah. Kind
2: of that. Oh, no, I'm going to die. I should probably just change everything versus the whole it seemed like their <clears throat> the counter theme was life's before you go live and yeah. I don't know it'd be interesting if I got a six month terminal diagnosis with no symptoms with, <laughs> Yeah, with no symptoms what, how that would change my perspective
1: we're all terminally ill
0: yeah right yeah I wrote that in my notes that's all of us
1: yeah but probably if you if you think this life is it mm-hmm. then you go for the gusto before you punch your ticket Right.
2: I <clears throat> it was yeah, it was I, there was pretty good humor. I mean Tom Hanks is a pretty likable character. He's likable in all of his movies.
1: Mhm.
2: He just plays his part really well. He's funny. Kind of quirky. Yeah, kind of dorky a little bit at times. So what so what did you see so because Joni, you really liked it I did yeah his well, personality he he changed a lot yep
0: he's certainly the protagonist mm-hmm. he goes through the most change the, the, I think the the thesis of the movie or the thing that needs to be corrected I think the very first thing that Joe Banks says is I'm losing my soul mm-hmm. and he's talking about a shoe remember mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he trips on that brick or the sidewalk and it rips the soul off his shoe and Dee Dee says what happened to your shoe or why are you walking like that I forget what she said and he goes I'm losing my soul mm-hmm. and that, w- that is the I think that's the, the point of the movie rather than him losing his life <clears throat> but that he's losing his soul while he's living and cool. that's what he gains back Does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. how does
1: he gain it back
0: well, we'll get to that <laughs> through Patricia and his baptism. He gets baptized, and he's on his four, and he's he's keeping his bride alive with wine. Come on, guys.
2: With wine? Is it wine or water? I, I think thought she it was even, a wine bottle. She even said, you didn't drink any of the water for yourself? Oh, I thought it was wine. Yeah, he was. I thought it, it was, was wine, too, at first, because I was like, you're going to dehydrate her. I'm pretty sure it. that's a wine bottle,
0: but maybe right. it was water. Anyway, when they come through the typhoon, the monsoon thing and they're floating on his car, his luggage, mm-hmm. and the moon rises up, mm-hmm. and he gives thanks to the God who he, he's never known before. <laughs> he's got a soul back. And after he's baptized and gives thanks to God, and then he even says, thank you for my life. And then he jumps into the volcano, and the volcano rejects him. So uh, death, death rejects faithful baptized people. He gained mm. his soul. He was willing to lay down his life, that, and he gained his yeah. soul. That's good. But so when the very first line from his, "I'm losing my soul," and uh, they say things in this, the first song is uh, <laughs> Tennessee. is it Tennessee Ernie Ford? Uh huh. Sixteen tons. Man is made out of mud, you know, and he sold his soul to the company man, and just all through it, uh, when he meets the chief of the. Waponi pony? He's like, what is that? A teddy bear that he's holding? He goes, no, it is my soul. And all then, right. don't lose it. And then Joe goes, I hope you don't lose it. Yeah. And just all through it, there's all these references to Joe and his soul. And, is that a chiasm? Mm. There is a chiasm. Yes. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> Did you see it? No. You don't. Know. No. Okay, we'll get to it. <laughs> the movie, the movie is a chiasm, and well, we'll, we'll get. To it. We'll get to it. We'll get to the strange <laughs> soon. <clears throat> And then in his office, you know, when he quits his job, he said, I sold my life to you for 300 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. There's just that kind of, not that it's bad to have a job and get paid every week, but.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if that if that's all you're getting out of the job is 300 bucks a week, then yeah, you're selling mm-hmm. your time. Mm-hmm. But if you enjoy your job and right are being productive, then.
0: Which you. Which a guy like Joe might have, if he had, if he, if you have a job for purpose, you might not like your job, but say you have a wife and kids, you have a right. purpose. Mm-hmm. And Joe is just a bachelor living on his own. He didn't have a reason to even go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would have made a big difference too, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think it's despairing the job necessarily, but mm-hmm. it's disparaging his soul, the state of his soul.
1: hmm Yeah.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> that's an inter. I mean that's an interesting <clears throat> concept or principle of uh, just thinking about I think you shared something this last week about the 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 idea of people that work for the people as being slaves which sure there's probably some truth to that. But if you view it as that it can become a I don't know, at least for myself because I hear guys talk about that a lot. I've read books on the principle of, you know, guys calling Christians that work for a master slaves. And then you can think, oh man, so then I'm not fulfilling some kind of greater calling or purpose, mm-hmm. which is to actually provide for my family. And so and I think thinking about what the scriptures, how they talk about slavery too, even in the New Testament, it's not necessarily always in a negative light.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I think just that language, I mean, yeah, Joe's a slave to the, to the system. Mm-hmm but if you have a greater calling or a greater purpose in your vocation or your work to provide then there's something to celebrate in your slavery <laughs> mm. which in your service you right yeah service yeah i don't want, I just
1: the word slave just sometimes yeah it's degrading it is yeah to people who work a work for somebody mm-hmm. because even self-employed people we all work for somebody right there's nobody that does not, that works for themselves. Mm-hmm. You're, everybody's servicing somebody, otherwise you wouldn't get paid. <laughs> right. When right. I saw that clip, I was thinking of we're all, but, and I listened to the episode, but I was thinking we're all slaves to the government. That's, that's oh. why I quickly shared it. Gotcha. Right. But he had to do a little different take, <laughs> which, yeah, I agree. That's like, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't agree with that. So it's
2: worth watching. I'll watch it. I was waiting for the follow-up, if it's worth watching.
0: Oh. It's always worth watching. (laughs) Okay, I'll watch it. Are you going to tell our audience what you guys are talking about? A cross-politic episode. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Are we going to go go back to Joe now? (laughs) We'll go back Um, to Joe. Yeah. I liked uh, Marshall, the limo driver. I think he's a... Not only was Tom Hanks white and he's black but they're, they're contrasting characters because mm. Joe has all all unlimited funds. Money is not an option. And then he invites, he gives Marshall, you know, I'll get a tux if you get a tux, and, you know, they're going all of these things together. And then he says, come and have dinner with me and stay at the hotel, the, the fanciest hotel. Where are they in L.A.? And he goes, oh, I can't. I got to get home to the wife and kids. Yeah. So th- even there's the difference between Joe's life and Marshall's life. Huh. Marshall gives up all the all the possibility of wealth like that for the sake of his wife and kids Hmm. and he's just a just a limo driver and yet the limo driver is the one who understands the world (laughs) you know he's the one who I love that scene when he he's talking to Joe like what's going on why do you need new clothes where are you going what are you doing I can't tell you how to dress you you're your own man (laughs) you know like he's talking like that and he puts it in park and gets in the back (laughs) and then as soon as Joe gets dressed up as a groom uh, he says you're coming into focus kid <clears throat> right you're starting to take on shape you're becoming solid mm. and he's dressed up like a groom you guys missed all this it's so good yeah
1: yeah i missed that uh.
2: i mean he was giving him away that, i saw that part was that is he the groom or the bride <laughs> who when he says i'm it's like oh I'm no joe's you away. dressed up yeah right joe but marshall yeah says it's almost like i'm giving you away yeah is that what happens
1: to the groom or the bride? I guess, or is it both? I yeah, the
0: bride's the bride, seems like. to you leave your father and mm-hmm. mother,
1: but... Yeah. But it's a, a wedding illusion. A wedding. I mean. There we go. Yeah. But I didn't notice that they were a different color. I don't see skin color. That's right,
0: you're colorblind. <laughs> he was just a darker shade than the other one. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't draw those distinctions. <clears throat> one thing I noticed um, is that there is similarities between this and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, mm-hmm. where the protagonist works...
0: I like this one better.
1: ...down in a dark... Dungeon basically, and yeah. is is a slave, and but then goes through this incredible experience and is changed, a different person at the end. Mm.
0: Right, I think this one's more Christian mm-hmm. than Walter Mitty. Yeah.
2: Joe definitely has some encounters or experiences. The moon rising. I didn't write what he was saying. What did he say? He yeah, was just, thankful to be alive. Yeah, thanking he's he's God. Alive. Yeah. yeah just overtly Christian
1: there. And that's thanking God for his life while he's adrift at sea with an unconscious woman on four steamer trunks. Yep. Right. With nothing.
0: On his way to die. Yeah. Yeah. Baptism leading to death. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about the three girls, Dee Dee, Angelica, and Patricia. But I think the middle of the movie the middle of the chiasm is when joe is standing up on the dock and patricia's down on the boat and she calls him felix he's like i'm joe and she's like okay get down here felix time to go and felix is a german word that means happy if i remember right okay i had a friend in high school named felix he was a foreign exchange student i'm pretty sure felix means happy if i should have just looked it up but she's calling him happy and and he goes i am joe like he's gained his own identity. And uh I think that's the the middle of the movie. But I thought it was significant.
1: Hmm.
2: hmm. Man, how so?
0: Well, well, it's only the middle of the movie because of the chiasm of the rest of the movie. <laughs> so D.D.'s Dee D's in the beginning and okay. Patricia's at the end. Yeah. Right. So and DD Dee Dee, he desires her out of lust, but he doesn't end up sleeping with her. Okay. Patricia, at the end, he desires her out of true love marriage. and ends up marrying her. Yeah. And then uh, the, the pass-off is it... And there's different... I, had, I wrote it down because I was trying to map it out. Yeah, so there's the dinner with Didi, which leads to <laughs> Roma- to, to lust. And then at the end, there's a feast with Patricia, which leads to marriage. So that's the beginning. Uh, We'd say A and A prime. And then, oh wait, nope, I got that backwards. In the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, remember when the sidewalk, how the sidewalk is shaped? Mm -hmm. Like a crooked lightning bolt. Mm -hmm. Uh And then the path up the mountain, (coughs) the volcano, is the Mm -hmm. same path. So beginning, he takes the path to the factory, which is in the same symbol, and it's in his apartment too, that symbol. Oh, okay. It's on the wall, so he's owned by the company man and then so that's A and A Prime and then D.D. and Patricia the dinner that leads to lust and the feast that leads to the wedding on the Waponi Island and then Gray Mori, the man who offers him the, the money mm-hmm. he knocks on the door and says are you Joe, Joe Banks and then to parallel that with the chief says are you or is it the chief no Patricia well I think but Patricia says what uh, what defines you or who are you what'd she say and and uh, he goes, well, I don't know, Courage? Remember that scene? And then the middle would be Angelica, she wants to sleep with him. hmm And she's, you know, I'm willing to come up to your room, and he says no. Right. And then the parallel scene to that is on the ship, when Patricia says, did you sleep with my sister? So there's all these back and forth parallels. hmm and right in the middle, when Angelica passes Joe off to Patricia, he goes, I am Joe. Huh. Hmm. When he meets his future bride. Okay. Anyway, hmm. just thought, thinking.
2: Yeah, that's, I guess now that you say that, I'm recognizing the...
0: The structure? The structures. I can see that. Yeah, and I think the progress of the three girls, so Dee is lust, and in his immaturity, he's willing to take it but she rejects him. And then the second girl, he's wiser. She's kind of a a flooosie. Uh-huh. Shall we say a floosie? And he rejects her that time. Uh-huh. And as he's moving from girl to girl, in a good way, he's leading to Patricia, who which was who he marries. Hmm. And Patricia also has a conversion in the movie.
1: After she gets hit. Or knocked out conscious and After she gets out. baptized.
0: Yeah. Well, I do think it's a baptism scene because after they come out of the water and they get spit out of the volcano and all of that, Joe's afraid, like, I don't have a brain cloud. And he starts, like, ah, my throat, you know, like a hypochondriac like Bob Wiley.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she goes, uh, You have your whole life ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking to an infant or a child. You, your whole life. It's like he's born again.
1: He's oh, got a brand uh-huh. new
0: start, you know that kind of language. Yeah. But
1: so how do you view their their rebaptism?
0: Their rebaptism?
1: Yeah. After they're spewed out of the volcano, <laughs> they get baptized again.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know where else they're supposed to land when the island sinks. <laughs>
1: right on the steamer trunks. Yeah. Because we don't believe in getting rebaptized.
0: No, Maybe they're we Southern Baptists. <laughs> yeah, and the, <clears throat> there's just a whole lot of fun things in the movie. So the doctor in his office. When he gives the diagnosis to the brain cloud, Joe's standing next to the mantle, and there's a duck. Okay. And then Gray cane has a duck head on it, and the Waponi chief has a duck. There's a white duck next to him. Mm-hmm. And all three of those men are related and trying to get Joe to jump in the volcano. Mm. Right? And uh, Patricia calls the doctor a quack. So oh, yeah. so the doc is a quack. Uh, Gray No the millionaire who owns everything, is a quack. And the Waponi chief is a quack. You know, none of them are going to give Joe what he wants. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: And that's the only time the duck appears.
1: Yeah, I didn't
2: see the duck. I saw the, just the the duck on the, I saw the The duck on the cane and the duck with the chief.
0: Well, it's like the lightning bolt symbol. I mean, there's just symbols throughout the movie. Right,
2: yeah. And when you say those things, it's like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: It's just a lot of fun to watch and see what this, I don't know who the director and writer is, but it's a lot of fun to see what he created. Yeah.
1: What about do you do you have this the significance of walking that lightning bolt path to his empty job, the empty sacrifice every day, as opposed to walking that path to the to the mountain, the greater sacrifice at the end.
0: Well, I think Joe, when he's on top of the volcano with Patricia, either before they're married or after they're married. Uh, he said, "What do you say? My, a crooked path has led me here, and it led him to love and marriage. Hmm. So the the factory, the doctor, his apartment, uh, his time with Marshall, you know, the tragedy on the fishing boat having or the sailing boat having a sink. Everything that's led up to it, it's all been it's just been a crooked path. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what like in Bible study we've been talking about Joseph." And Joseph led a really crooked path, and it was all God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a straight. What's the God strikes? Straight lines with a crooked stick?
0: Yeah, God can draw a straight line with a crooked stick. Mm-hmm. But but in this case, he brought Joseph to a... Joe, Joe Banks, Joseph Banks, to a desired end through a crooked path. Which is all of us.
1: <laughs> That's true. There's a Joseph parallel there mm. oh, yeah. oh
0: yeah we just were talking about it and yeah. I didn't even think of it huh I didn't know what to do with the constellations that was a weird scene <laughs> I think he was just hallucinating
2: he saw, <laughs> he saw constellations and then he saw stars <laughs> That's probably happens when you're on the ocean for a few weeks or however long they were out there Three days and three nights. Three, oh, was it three days and three nights? I don't know. That sounds good, though. That sounds really good. Is yeah. that
0: what
1: you had in your notes? <laughs>
0: three days and three nights? No. And a three hour tour. <laughs> There's this, the marriage scene. Or before they get married, he doesn't want to do it because he's going to jump in the volcano. And uh, she, go, she says, uh, You can't die and leave me here on the stinking earth. <laughs> and then she says this uh, Whither thou goest, I go. <clears throat> Which is a quotation from the book of Ruth. Hmm. Ruth says that to Naomi. Hmm. So it's like, oh. Okay. And I think Patricia's converted, too. Because in the beginning, uh, he says, when they meet, I mean, in the beginning of their relationship. She's all, I do what I want. You know, those kind of, like, she talks that way. And then he says, do you believe in God? And she says, I believe in myself. Right. And then that all changes when she's standing on the edge of the volcano with Joe and she looks up at her husband and says, I have confidence in you. Let's jump and see what happens. Yeah. Like she gave up trusting in herself and now she trusts in her groom. Those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. That's good. And we could talk, I mean, that's a really big symbol for the church. Trust your bride. I mean, trust your groom. You're the bride. You're the church. Trust your groom. See what happens, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, lay your life down. Yeah. Be willing to serve. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I really like this movie. You guys need to like it more.
1: Yeah, that fits there. Uh, but uh, what yeah. doesn't fit is the. Well, stop the, it. The bride didn't. <laughs> didn't sacrifice herself with the groom. He sacrificed, and so that that doesn't quite fit because well, she jumped in with him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which was which is our baptism. We're baptized into Christ's death. So there's three baptisms. So we we die with Christ. (laughs) And it also made me think of Song of Solomon. Love is strong as death. So as they're married and they jump in to die, Mm. death rejects them Mm. because of love. Which is the same reason why death will spit us out. Because of Christ's love for us. Man, this movie's so good. I can't (laughs) wait to buy it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of those, those things are just going over my head.
1: I thought when he was buying all his stuff, when he had unlimited money to buy everything, he didn't go the route of the prodigal son. I mean, he was—he seemed to be purposefully buying stuff, gearing up for his journey and his sacrifice. It wasn't just versus just living a flamboyant or right, not excessive on life, wine and prostitutes and mm-hmm. et cetera.
2: He was very. Hmm. that's true I mean he bought some pretty sweet luggage
1: yeah
0: yeah that would be awesome yeah I'll take four
1: (laughs) (laughs) then those turned out to be Hmm. their salvation
0: right oh is that like using the weapons of the enemy against them
1: yeah that's because it was
0: Gray No More's trap because Joe's not spoiler alert Joe's not really sick, right? So it's Gray No trap to get Joe to jump in. And Joe uses that, and that ends up being his salvation.
1: Oh, yeah, at the very end. I was thinking Well,
0: even after the ship sinks. Right,
1: after when the ship sinks. And in spite of all his, uh, I mean, in spite of, he was, he set his face like flint. Oh, yeah. To go to the island, Mm -hmm. and the ship sinks, and they're afloat. Um, these four steamer trunks, and providentially end up at the island.
0: Providentially. Well, yeah, the, the god of the moon brought them there, cause, which is the only god there is, of course. Because the moon controls the tides, right? Uh. uh. Joe says things, I forget who he said it to, one of the girls. But he said, all my life I've been a victim. We've been talking about this at Bible study, about how uh, an unwilling victim can't remove or save. It has to be a willing victim, a willing sacrifice. So when you're reading through the book of Genesis, for example, obviously Abel was not a willing sacrifice. (laughs) Cain killed him. Uh, It's debatable whether Isaac was a willing sacrifice or not. When Abram brought him up Mount Moriah, we don't know. Um, Joseph, of course, is not a, a willing sacrifice when his brothers sell him into slavery. But then you get to Judah, and Judah willingly gives up his life to save Benjamin. And then that changes the course of events, and, Joseph and Jacob gives the blessing of royalty to the tribe of Judah because he willingly gives, down, gives up his life. Which, of course, relates, you know, when scriptures say that. The blood of bulls and goats could never atone for sin. Why? Well, I think one of the answers is because they weren't willing. Mm. They had no volition to lay down their lives. We took it from them. But Jesus gave up his life willingly, and Mm. his sacrifice is the most potent one. So is Jesus a victim? No. No one can take my life from me unless I lay it down. Right? and Joe he says all my life i've been a victim and then as soon as he decides to lay down his life willingly death rejects him and like his his sacrifice there is accepted in a different way and now he can really live hmm. so it's those kinds of christian themes that i really liked about the movie and it was funny yeah it was funny
1: yeah and no. the what about what do you have in there about the fact that uh, none of the Waponis were willing to sacrifice
0: themselves? They couldn't I, find Babe. Yeah. right? Yeah, and so I th- at the beginning of the movie, I think Joe is working his way out of the world of power and control and uh, servitude and authority. Right. So all that, the worldly way of wielding power. You see that with his boss Waturi. You see that with Mr. Gray no more uh, and the factory. It's just power and money and you and authority. And it's lording everything over people. And nobody there wants to do it either. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the, the <clears throat> pagan Waponi, well, and they're in love with the things of the world. They don't want to give up their orange soda. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're, they don't want to die. They don't want to give up the pleasures of this life. And I think that's what's holding them back. Uh-huh. And Joe's ready to, and he works his way out of, um, the power and authority structure, all that servitude stuff, and he also works his way. Because remember, at the end of the movie, he said, "Where, where are we going?" And Patricia says, "Away from the things of man." Mm-hmm. Right? They're willing to give up the pleasures of the world so they can live together. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's what I would say about mm-hmm. that.
1: What about this? The so this uh, Lloyd Bridges, Mr. Gray No More, right? That's he was his. also
0: in Home Alone too as Mr. Duncan. Oh.
1: So he's kind of, in a sense, <laughs> he's kind of the the owner of that island. Yeah. He's trying to preserve the island. So he kind of adopts Joe as his son and says, I need somebody.
0: He's the father.
1: To sacrifice themselves to save this island.
0: But it doesn't get saved. <laughs> right. But
1: that's what I'm wondering. So Joe, the son, adoptive son now. Um gives up all of his glory ends up there on four steamer trunks and sacrifices himself
0: and the island is still all destroyed what any deeper meaning to that? unless Mr. Granamore no is not a symbol of the father in heaven but a pagan deity what if he was the Mayan god who is orchestrating a, a victim yeah. or a, a pagan god who the god of power well, he's Maimon, the god of money, setting up his sacrificial lamb that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. But again, when you get a willing victim, like Jesus says, if you lay down your life, you will gain it. Hmm. Right? When you get a guy like that, I wrote in my notes, what do you get when a man joyfully lays down his life and gives thanks to God? You get spit out of hell. <laughs> You, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. The fire doesn't touch you. Right? Uh, those kinds of things. Hmm. And I th- yeah, that's what I liked about Joe. I'm going to buy it. Have I already said that? I'm going to watch it with my <laughs> kids. And we're going to talk a whole lot about it. Well, we're <laughs> at 35 minutes, and we've got 10 minutes to make the Andersons happy. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are so many of those families out there. Nobody will know. We love you, Doc. Uh, Well, that's probably. Oh, oh, no, no, go ahead. No, 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 you were gonna say that's probably good. (laughs) That's what you're gonna say. We're done. So let's
2: segue into
0: our. No, go ahead. Well, just like one of those quirky things, or like the the neat thing that somebody wrote into the movie that you can just pay attention to and notice. When Joe pulls out of his desk the at his job when he quits the books that he has been reading. It was The Odyssey, yeah. Romeo and Juliet, and Robinson Crusoe. And they all match the storyline of the movie. Mm. The Odyssey is the grand journey. Oh, yeah. Crossing the oceans and uh, there and back again, coming, you know, risking your life and coming back. Romeo and Juliet, why you can't have a girl and struggling through it, yeah. passing through death, except Romeo and Juliet's tragedy. They die. And then Robinson Crusoe is... A man stranded on an island who is converted. Right? And all three of those things take, it's like, everything's right there. Right. If you're paying attention to it. If you're paying attention. And the and That's one that I think Patricia kick. says, the people who are alive in this world are the ones who are awake to it. And I thought that was like a really good, like, Andy Wilson <laughs> phrase. You know, like, we live in a magical world. And you just have to open your eyes and see what God is doing. Right. I watched those yeah.
2: I, I, I was like, oh, that's our interesting books. And then we're just like, "Well, oh, they're interesting books. <laughs> and phew, I've heard of those books. Yeah. Wait, was that a, I think that was a Robinson Crusoe comic book, though. I'm pretty sure.
0: Uh, the real <laughs> one's I didn't a bit connect thicker. Them. I didn't connect them. But a movie like that, a guy wrote it on purpose and everything in there, you know. Yeah, no It's not just like a Marvel movie where it's just flashy and explosions. And then there's, like, an Easter egg here or there. Mm-hmm. But everything in this movie, I think, is there on purpose, which is a mark of a good writer. Whether he pulled it off in a good way or not yeah. is what we're talking about. But.
1: So how, so, give us your theory on why they were sisters, why the Dee Dee was a sister.
0: Oh, that's just a big assumption because Mr. owns the factory. And Dee, well, because Dee Dee's also the same actress... Why would they do that? Oh, so if M- they're Mr. Gratemore owns that factory. Well, he's the same lightning bolt doodad, oh. and that's Mr. Gratemore's symbol, pretty much.
1: Hmm.
0: So he owns. I, yeah, I thought. I yeah. thought he just
1: heard of Joe's heroism as a firefighter hmm. and tracked him down.
0: But yeah, so but, the reason why I think Gratemore owns the factory is. Because he has access to Joe's personal information and medical file, <clears throat> and if Dr. Ellis is the private doctor of Dr. Gr- of Gray-Namore, how mm-hmm. did Joe get an appointment with him? Mm. Unless Grannamore owns mm. the company where Joe works, right? You got it Maybe I'm way off. The Joe, same. He didn't see any patients. Right. That's what she Except said. Except Joe. Except Joe. Right. And Dr. Green Gray- I'm, I'm not Dr. Grannamore, but Grannamore. Yeah. So if Angelica and Patricia are half sisters, where does that put Dee Dee? Is she another half sister? She's the one who serves Dad, Angelica's the one who rebels against Dad, you know the the flucy, mm-hmm. and Patricia uh, serves Dad grudgingly. Whenever she wants something, he's <laughs> gonna give me this boat. <laughs> anyway, just a thought. recommendations oh I recommend it.
1: jonah's gonna buy it so I'll borrow it from him and watch yeah. it
0: just make sure you give it back it's gonna be that good you're not gonna want to give it back
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of those oh maybe I should watch it again but but now I don't have to because I I got all the pieces here.
0: Just once a year.
1: And that's why it's so important that people listen to this podcast, because you can get all the pieces from Jonah's notes. <laughs> Recommendations. Well, it, it was, uh, I'm going to give it three out of five orange sodas.
0: That's it? Yeah. The same as yeah, Sergeant same. York?
1: Just because I don't want to ever give a movie two out of five. I think God's... <laughs> We did. No, you gave less than yeah, Exodus was, and Gods and Kings. That was really bad. Yeah. But it was... Uh, I mean, there was a couple... Like, Reach for the Remote. I mean, like when he and Dee Dee came back from dinner, it looked like, oh, no. But then nothing developed. And right. An- Angelica makes kind of a proposition. But other than that, it was very... Clean. It was very... And and that stuff, too, was, was clean. Yeah. So... It was, you know, yeah, it was definitely a family movie. I don't know if I'd put my kids through it, but...
0: Oh, come on.
2: There was some adult language. Was there? A fair amount of BS's and that kind of stuff. Really?
0: I don't remember any of it. I think it was two or three. Oh. It, yeah well yeah you're probably right i just don't recall
2: i i think my problem i think why i didn't like it is i fell asleep watching it the first time and what? then i only had a day and a half to watch it <laughs> and i didn't start it over because i was noticing certain things like the books mm-hmm. and i didn't tie any uh, well in the ducks i just may not have tied all that stuff together in anyways but i watched it kind of in two halves um and i thought it was funny but i just i didn't pick up on all the things that you were picking up on
0: well that's why we're doing this right that's what you're supposed to be paying attention to caleb i yeah and i just
2: <laughs> i just couldn't see it i was i was maybe stuck in well i, I think i just i think i need to sit down and watch it beginning to end with no i literally watched 45 minutes and woke up and i was like oh crap i gotta watch the rest of that <laughs> so i watched the other you gotta watch minutes. it you watch the other half <laughs> Yeah, so that might have been my challenge. You need your notebook. Don't leave it at Greg's next time. I had I I started taking notes. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had, uh or I'm losing my soul. I had that written down. I'm losing my soul. And then the How'd set. you spell it? Uh, S O U L. Yeah, good. S E O U L. That's South That's Africa. a City. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I from my from my viewing perspective Well oh, yeah, you didn't give it a grade. I will give it a C. I thought it was funny. Oh goodness. Um At times, I just wasn't tracking with it. Mm. It just didn't have, I don't know, it just just was not my my favorite movie. Let's just put it that way. But I'd be up for watching it again. Through. So I'll borrow it from you when you buy
0: it. Yeah. And watch it with the kids.
2: Well, I think Miles and Millie watched the second half this evening with me. because
0: Oh, you watched it tonight? Uh huh. Oh,
2: okay. Because I, I fell asleep last night watching it. Oh.
0: Because
2: <laughs> we we're working on the deck all evening. Yeah. So I was tired. And I think they were both like, <laughs> they thought the orange soda stuff was funny. <laughs> it yeah, is that, really that funny. Was funny yeah, you know? They're
0: decorating all their. Right. <laughs> and we had to see the whole, stuff.
2: they're not married yet. Then they got married. And we are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at their kiss and they're Yay, married. All right. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff.
0: But. Yeah, good. Well, I think I'm going to start giving decimals. Oh, there we go. Okay. So, like, if we go back to 1917, <laughs> I'd give that, like, a 9.9. 9. <laughs> so, I think i gave it a 9 out of 10. I really like 1917. I'll give this a 9.2. Because 9. I don't want to say 9. You'd be like, that's what you gave 1917. Hmm. Well, yes, but.
1: <laughs> you like this one more than 1917?
0: No. 9.9 9 9 9 for 1917. Less. This is 9.2. No. It's in the 9 category.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. So you're adjusting your 1917 tonight, right here. Just putting perspective. Oh, okay. (laughs)
0: Because I didn't want you to say you like this just as much as, well, not just as much as, but in the same category as.
1: That makes sense. And uh,
0: yeah, I really liked it. I look forward to watching it again. If anybody wants to come over (laughs) and watch it with me, I won't say anything except maybe quote it.
2: Well, I've got things to look for. The second time around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was,
2: uh, things that I was looking for and just didn't see. So. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks to our. You guys have anything else to say? Mm-mm. Nope. Thanks for our listener who recommended this movie, requested we watch and review it. And if you have any requests, you can send them into our email address, and we'll add them to the list. Thank you for listening.
2: Proverbs twenty-five two. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Thank you for listening to the Stories for Glory podcast, where the glory of God is revealed in the stories of man. If you're interested in what we are doing, subscribe and share. If you'd like to contribute with your questions or recommendations, you can email us at storiesforglory at protonmail.com.